welcome to Refugee Realities, a thought-provoking podcast series produced by the MSc students on the Forced Displacement and Refugees course in the LSE Department of International Development. I'm your host, Catherine, and we are thrilled um, to bring you this special series in celebration of Refugee Week UK. During this series, we will delve into the diverse realities faced by forcibly displaced individuals, exploring the policies, experiences, and initiatives that aim to support and empower refugees. Join us as we engage in the enlightening conversations with guests from local organizations here in London, as well as international NGOs and institutions. Today, we have the privilege of speaking with Rebecca Huggett, founder of Trampoline Cafe, a London-based cafe that is making a significant impact in the lives of refugees by providing them with meaningful employment opportunities. We'll explore Trampoline's journey, the barriers they've encountered, and the remarkable success stories that have emerged from the dedicated efforts. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you very much, Kat. It's a privilege to be here. We're going to start by asking a brief question about Trampoline and what Trampoline does. So in this sense, Trampoline has made a significant impact in supporting refugees in their upward journey here in London. Could you share with us some of the inspiring ways in which Trampoline has contributed to empowering refugees within the community? Absolutely. So Trampoline was established as a sole purpose to help employ refugees and train them in hospitality skills. So we have partnered with the Hotel School London um, and established a 12-week training program in which the refugees and students can go and learn um, hospitality skills, anything from barista to hotel management to being a chef. They then come and work in our cafe and do hands-on experience. And then once they finish the program, we can then find them a job within our cafe, or we can open up our portfolio of clientele across the hospitality industry and help place them in long-term employment. Like I said, this can be anything from coffee, uh, to cafe management, to hotel, chef. But the main thing is giving them work experience here in the UK and gaining that confidence and developing a new skill. And it just has been a huge improvement on not only their mental health here, but helping them learn English and just helping them feel grounded and established here in the UK, as well as finding them a long-term career. That sounds amazing, really. Because as migrants and refugees, when they come into the UK, they face this hostile environment. So having places that not only provide employment, but also support along their journey is so crucial in this time. So in that sense, can you also share the specific challenges that you have seen that refugees face when they try to enter the job market? And how does Trampoline's employment program help them overcome these challenges? Well, basically, I mean, it, it's a really difficult thing to break into, to make it in a new um, new country. Um, you've got the language barriers that I spoke about. Um, you've got a different way of living. You've got a different healthcare. So all these challenges just add on to not being able to get a job and your skills not being transferable, your, your careers, your diplomas not being transferable into another country. So... With the hotel school, we've given that opportunity to establish a new career, but it just gives them a safe space to learn with people in a similar situation, people with a similar challenges, and they can communicate within that network 
and they know they're safe, they know they're supported, which is the biggest challenge I think is not knowing where to start. And this gives them that foundation to then, okay, I can go here, I can do this, I can do that, and gives them that direction. And just being there to push and support and encourage them to take these chances. And the mental health challenges that they face is is just as challenging as, as trying to find a job. So establishing a training program is basically a platform for them to become confident and establish a life here in the UK and learn a new skill. We've, we've seen many successes um, so far and just people's mental health has just increased. It's amazing that you've had this idea of founding trampoline and I'd like to know a little bit more about the history of trampoline, how this, this idea emerged, what went through your mind, and additionally to that, what were some challenges you faced when bringing trampoline's idea into action? Yeah, for sure. So trampoline was um, developed by our founder, um, Pranav Chopra of Nemi Tees. So Nemi Tees is our tea brand that we, we supply to a wide range of clientele. So from your local co-op supermarkets to your local cafes down the road, hotels, restaurants, corporate offices and caterers. And in doing so, we wanted to create a space that we could have refugees work in to gain these skills. So it was an extension of NEMITs and it evolved. It's quite a challenge. I mean, starting any business is a huge challenge, especially a cafe in London. But the main purpose is to support these refugees and these students coming through the program and have that platform for them to learn and then push them off or launch them into their career. So in starting Trampoline, um, that was our, that's our main purpose of Trampoline and we're hopefully going to extend and expand Trampoline um, so that we have more access for these trainings and um, development across London and across the UK as opposed to a single borough. So uh, yeah, ch the challenges, I mean, trying to start a cafe in, in London is, is, is a feat itself. Um, but we really want to push that. Our, our mission is thing that sets us apart from another cafe down the road. Amazing. Um, and yeah, we think we have a good point of difference. So if you're going to get a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, you know, might as well be helping out and giving refugees a, a push as well. So why not? As we were talking about before, in addition to providing employment to refugees, um, how would you consider that trampoline supports refugees and their broader integration to the UK society? Would you consider that you have any success stories that stand out to you or that you would like to share with the audience? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's one thing that they're learning uh, a new career and a new skill, but The main thing is getting them into the local communities. So our current uh, manager of Trampoline, Ashgan, he has gone through the 12-week training program and then he's carried on with us at Trampoline. And the biggest thing is him, his interaction with our local customers. He really likes to engage with them um, and it's really helped his language skills and um, learning English. Um, and it's done wonders for his mental health um, and just having the confidence to come to work each day and Getting to know the locals is what he loves. So yeah, just having that platform to integrate them into community is, is vital. But also with the training program, we, we don't just stop once the 12-week program is finished. We continue to communicate with the students and make sure that they're being looked after. And if they need assistance, our door is always open in anything from 
further training in hospitality, whatever their desired job is, to helping them with more language skills, more language training and, and language uh, lessons and classes, or um, helping them navigate healthcare. That's a challenge on its own. These other things that I just added to, to trying to develop a life here. Um, our door is always open. We, It's not once you finish the program, that's it. You know, you can come back at any point and that's with us at Trampoline and NEMI and the Hotel School London, helping them create a friendship network here as well. So with the Hotel School, we've gone through the training program. They've connected with like-minded individuals, like I'd already said, but, you know, doing regular check-ins and um, seeing how their health and well-being are going as well, putting them in contact with similar people or different activities that they can do across across London. It's getting them that friendship circle and that community as well, healthcare, mental health, as well as a career, because they're all just as important as each other. I think to add to that, I would like to stress in what you said in building community, because the journey of coming to this country as a refugee is already very hard and affects so many different levels of their lives. So having this space, not only to grow professionally and to have a safe space, but also building a community within Trampoline is so valuable. And I would like to thank you for the job you and the team are doing. It's, it's truly amazing. And in that same sense, I wanted to ask you, what would you consider that are some of the key lessons that you have learned through your experience working with refugees and how can these lessons be applied to other organizations and communities seeking to support refugee integration? I think it's it's having empathy and understanding. I don't personally know how they must have must be feeling going through what they're going through. And I think patience and understanding and empathy are just so key to make sure that we're tailoring the training and access to resources that each individual needs because no one's journey is exactly the same. And it's you really have to connect and make it personal and be more one-on-one as opposed to okay, here's a training program. This is how you do it. And it's finding what each individual needs, whether that's, like I said, more English lessons, if that's different access to healthcare, family support, housing, those sorts of things, and tailoring it to each individual. It's not a one hat fits all. It's you have to adapt. You have to alter the ways of each training program for each individual so that we are giving them the best opportunities and they're getting the best opportunity out of this program because that's end of the day that's what we want we want each individual to thrive and there's a level of understanding and empathy that needs to go along with that yes and speaking about the program would you like to tell us a little bit more about how it works or is it open to refugees to apply or a little bit more of on the organizational and practical part of the program. Yeah, for sure. So the Hotel School London, um, along with us, uh, have developed this 12-week program. Um, and the Hotel School London have partnered with Refugee Crisis UK. So refugees coming into the country can register with this um, charity. And through that, there's resources on courses to do and programs that of of interest um, to refugees so they can sign up and take part it's it's quite um, there's a lot of challenges that go along and trying to navigate that so that's why we want to partner with these crisis refugee programs and charities so that we can open as many doors and make it as accessible as possible and as aware as possible 
so these charities can help sign these refugees up, go through the program, and then we can help find them long-term employment across the UK. And yeah, it's, it's, so far it's been so good. <laughs> yeah, wow, amazing. And at the moment, how many employees that are refugees do you have in Trampoline? How is that going? How it's been? I can only imagine that um, during the pandemic, it was specifically a big challenge. So how did you manage that? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, definitely. The, the pandemic absolutely through some challenges to us and to refugees across the UK and refugees wanting to come into the UK. So that was sort of a little bit difficult to, to navigate and not being able to give as much access as we would have liked. So now that things have settled settled down somewhat, we are seeing more refugees coming into the country. So there's more people coming through the training program, which is great. So far, we've been able to put 27 refugees into long-term employment with one of our main success stories is um, a, a gentleman called Yogi. He moved to the UK in 2009. Um, he had to flee Syria and he went through the training program. He had a lot of health challenges as well with back and knee uh, injuries through unfortunate trauma, um, torture. So we helped navigate how he could get the healthcare he needed, as well as go through the program and find what job would be suitable for him. It's been amazing. He's gone through the program and he's now chef patissier at the Palace Royal in, um, in Waterloo. So he's to find his footing and get full-time employment in, 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 a, in a kitchen, which is fantastic. So, and now his family are being able to re, be reunited with him here in the UK as well. So it's, it's been amazing to watch his journey. Um, and we're in the process of creating a little bit of a film about his journey as well, coming into the UK. So that should be up and running anytime soon, which is great. So yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see that end of the journey as well. It's been amazing. For sure. That's such an inspiring story. And I cannot wait to see that film when it's up. And lastly, our main audience are students who are interested in forcibly displaced um, lived experiences. So in that sense, what would you say to the audience that's listening to us right now? How would you encourage them to know more about this topic and maybe tell them a little bit more about trampoline? I just want to say thank you. Um, we need more people more um, businesses, more social enterprises. We need people passionate about this so that we can make a greater difference. And each generation coming through, we need them passionate about these sorts of things um, so that we can make an impact um, and carry on what we're doing. Um, because I don't see, you know, it's, it's not gonna stop anytime soon. These refugees are still gonna come to our countries and, and we need to be providing more and more support. Um, so we need, the next generation to, yeah, help carry on this mission um, and get involved. Come by trampoline. I'm I'm there a lot of the time, so come on by and have a, have a chat. Um, meet Ashgan. Uh, have a coffee and just engage with these these students and these members of our community because it's vital that uh, we keep this story going and this mission going. So. To the future students, I just say thank you. Um, and I, I can't wait to see what these students are gonna, gonna do for the world. It's good to see.
Yes, for sure. And finally, is there any way people can support trampoline outside of obviously going and buying coffee and having a chat? Is there any specific volunteering program or any other activity one can do as an individual to help trampolines cause? Absolutely. There's, there's lots of things people can do. Uh, the Refugee Crisis UK uh, charity, um, their website is, is full of these ideas of what we can do to help. Um, but it's engaging and creating a, a network. Um, and like you said, it, even just coming in for a coffee and having a chat is, it makes Ashgan's day, to be honest. Um, knowing he's, he's making an impact in the world um, is, is, is vital for him. Uh, so yeah, check out Refugee Crisis UK, check out Hotel School London. Um, Groundwork are another organization, look them up. Uh, we partner with them as well. So they help initiate these training programs um, with refugees across the UK as well. Um, there's lots of charities that are open to volunteers and things like that. Um, and yeah, come in and have a coffee, have a chat. It'll honestly make his day. Amazing. Thank you so much for your valuable insights and for your time today. This brings us to the end of another insightful episode of Refugee Realities Podcast. And I want to extend my heartfelt gratitude to you, Rebecca, and to the whole team of Trampoline for sharing their experiences and shedding light onto the incredible work you do to support refugee integration. It's really something that is very much needed here in the UK in such a hostile environment, specifically for refugee populations. So I want to thank you for that. And to our listeners, we encourage you to share this podcast with your friends, with your family, your colleagues, and to spread awareness, as you said, to foster dialogue and to engage in this critical and important topics. Thank you, Kat. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Rebecca. And thank you to everyone who tuned in into this episode of Refugee Realities. Please stay tuned for more inspiring conversations in our ongoing series. And remember that every person's story matters. And by listening and learning, we can contribute to positive change. This is Catherine, and I'm wishing you a compassionate and inclusive journey ahead. Until next time. Mm -hmm.